Yo, what about that, guys and gals? It's your boy Zay representing that culture of dad brand back again with a brand new Cubs Dad podcast. You know what it is. It's the place where we discuss all things dad, which is simply all things. Now, quick verbal disclaimer. Although we may discuss daddy issues, family issues, and the like, this podcast is intended for mature audiences. Here's where we have real talk from and repping a father's perspective. Your discretion is advised. Yowzers, what's good all y'all? Welcome back to the Cult Dad Podcast. It's your boy Zay, like I said. If you have any thoughts or impact or feedback for this episode or any of the past recordings, feel free to reach out. You can reach us at cultofdad at gmail.com. We will be taking all sorts of questions and dialogues for upcoming episodes, so please send us a message, let us know your thoughts, um, show some love. And with that said, let's get right into the episode. So today, what I really want to dive in is I'm going to discuss dumb motherfuckers caping for ignorant stuff. Seriously, dumb people who always are advocating for, who are always in argument of dumb stuff. Things that don't serve us, things that don't serve people, things that make absolutely no sense. But yet, dumb motherfuckers always feel the need to advocate for these things, whether they try to minimize the damage these things may cause, saying, oh, you know, that person's just having fun, or this particular thing is not really causing any negative impact, or whatever the case may be, so they'll advocate for just dumb things. A recent example, uh, the there's a rapper artist who came out a couple months back named Lil Nas X. He came out with a track, did pretty well on the Billboard charts, went up to like number one in the country Billboard charts before the country music industry decided to boot the song out of that genre, saying that that song does not meet country standards. He had to fall back naturally. So I guess the next business move that his company decided to do, his team decided to do, they got uh, legendary country act Billy Ray Cyrus on the track for the remix. So they did the remix. Um, and the remix has been charting number one for the last six or seven weeks, something like that. So this is this young kid first time into the public eye, his first time actually tasting some success. He's starting to get a little bit of fame. People are starting to know who he is, or at least people are knowing this particular song. Maybe they don't know his name, whatever the case may be, but people are starting to become more familiar with him. He is starting to touch upon fame. And with that, we can assume some potential fortune, prosperity. And yet, this silly little kid, no offense to any of the little kids listening to the broadcast or anybody who might identify as silly. Nothing wrong with silly. I'm using that term just to kind of keep things PG because... You know, if I was really to go as hard as I wanted to say, this dumb motherfucker, eh, that might come across a little bit harsher than I mean. But anyway, this dumb motherfucker (laughs) uh, goes out 
his first little bit of earnings, he gets $100,000. He, he gets a Maserati. Maseratis, which cost more than $100,000, uh, just at an entry point. He goes and buys a Maserati for Billy Ray Cyrus, the country singer who came on to his remix, really helped kind of legitimize his standing, I guess, as a country artist, or at least legitimize that song. He goes out, he buys, he gifts him a $100,000 Maserati. Now, honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with gifting somebody something because you really appreciate something that they've done for you. Uh, The idea that you feel so grateful for whatever opportunity that this artist or this person may have brought to your world and you want to give them a little something to say thank you, I think that's great. But my caveat would be, it would be ideal or it would be smart or prudent or commonsensical to keep it within one's means. Now, I don't know much about this this artist, but last that I did hear, prior to him getting on, he was living on his sister's couch. Uh, So that kind of goes to indicate that he wasn't you know, getting much money. You know, he was really doing the kind of young young guy, thriving artist, really trying to make his dreams work. That's awesome. Get a little bit of money. I would think you want to do some things for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones, for the people around you, for the team, for the people who got working with you. Things along those lines. If you're going to make heavy financial investments, making heavy financial investments towards your own future, or those of your children, whatever the case may be. I would not advise dropping 100K plus on a gift to say thank you to somebody who you worked with for a couple of hours, especially considering that that person benefited just as much as you did. Now, let's, let's be clear. Billy Ray Cyrus, legendary country artist, He wasn't really popping like that. But the fact of the matter is, you know, he got on back in, I don't know, the 90s or whatever the case may be with a big, you know, big, big hit. And from there, you know, he was kind of branded a one hit wonder, but he became a mainstay in the music industry. And then he had his daughter who he brought up to be a pop star. Now, everybody knows who Miley Cyrus is. She is at the point she's at superstardom in her career. So between him and his daughter, that family is definitely worth a significant amount of funds. If he or anyone else in that family wanted a Maserati, I am sure they could afford a Maserati. If some one-hit wonder, I call him that now, the kid who just came out with the song, this is his first hit, so as of now, he's a one-hit wonder. I hope he can break that track record because... Well, for one thing, he'll need more money coming in if he's just dropping money like this, right? So, that said, at the point that he's at now, to be dropping 100K frivolously on gifts here and there just doesn't seem like the brightest idea. Well, I I left such a comment on one of the feeds that I follow where they talked about this, and I was like, wow. You know, I hope, you know, he's being smart or whatever with his money, because if not, you know, he's going to have to deal with the realities of being famous and broke. (laughs) And it's so funny how this particular comment just got 
tons and tons of feedback. I'm talking about it's got like hundreds of hundreds of likes and in the, in the 30 or 40 different comments since I posted it. I posted this comment maybe earlier today. So it's gotten a lot of traction for whatever reason. Because, well, there's a lot of people with common sense who read the comment and are like, yo, I agree. They're liking it. They're giving it thumbs up. There's a lot of other people always the loud the, 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 the loud minority which seems larger than the majority who's being silent the loud minority are all the ones who are in the comments with the kickback saying oh anybody who's talking about talking against such a move is a hater and uh, and uh, you know whatever 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 kind of troll insults people like to dole out but it occurs to me how many people are so quick to advocate for the stupidity of such an action? Now, I'm not saying what he did was stupid in the sense of um, it's stupid to be generous or it's stupid to be kind and caring. Like, I think that's a beautiful thing. I think the fact that he wanted to make such a gesture just to show his appreciation and gratitude, dope. Those are great examples to be set for, especially in the public light, because people need to see more of that. We Maybe we could get more people willing to embrace that side of themselves. I think that's dope. I'm not knocking that. But the idea of how grandiose the, the gift was causes me to question, like, are you maybe stepping outside of your means? Are you doing this because you wanted to say thank you? Or are you trying to impress somebody primarily all of the social media fans out there because this clearly had to be some sort of publicity stunt right where it's being reported in news media and in the outlets he apparently they recorded it he recorded him giving the gift to billy ray whatever the case may be so it seems like this was a move for clout some clout chasing some, you know, grandiose exaggeration of how amazing this kid's life has turned around. And I can understand it from that public relations perspective that this is a good move because it paints the image of this kid as a success, a successful musician, a successful artist. It paints the kid as though he's wealthy or well-to-do. But mind you, this song hasn't only, hasn't, really been popping but for a couple of months um when it comes to the music business which i have a little bit of insight on i also have a lot of insight on the public relations relations side of the industry so i know media i know marketing i understand all of that side of things this is what i was trained in. that said when it comes to that side of things there's no way in hell he could be making that type of money at this point in the game Unless he signed a contract, if he signed a contract and he finally got a great lucrative record deal or something like that, which is also very much a possibility. But the thing about that is with those contracts, there's all sorts of loopholes. And a lot of the money that you get up front is definitely um, not money you're not you're going to see on the back end. A lot of that money is going to end up being taxed. You're going to get a chunk taken out front. And then the big bulk of money that comes on the back end, you're cut out of. So... 
whatever money you get, especially in these initial phases of a music industry career, it's not stuff, it's not something you want to be spending frivolously. Anybody with a brain, anybody who has any kind of intelligence would probably tell you the same thing, especially when you're just getting on. You don't just start blowing this amount of money on frivolous frivolous things like gifts, especially when you're gifting somebody for doing their job. Now make no mistake, Billy Ray Cyrus is a musician. He's an entertainer. He's signed to contracts. He works with record labels. The man got paid for his feature on the song. There's no doubt about that. He's got paid. He's getting paid. He'll probably get something off the back end. Who knows, depending on whatever that, that negotiation looked like. But that said, with him already having financial standing, with him being paid by your team or whatever, whoever your organization is and lending his credibility to the issues that was going on, you know, he's definitely getting his worth. You know, he's getting a little bit of more recognition and relevancy for being part of something that's happening culturally relevant right now. And he's getting paid for doing what he does. To gift the man a 100K car that he could probably afford on his own, that his daughter could afford multiple times over, when you're just now getting money, it's just not the smartest thing to do. But yet people want to argue how it is, how there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with anything. People are allowed to do whatever the hell they want to do with their money. But I'm just saying there's a difference between being smart (laughs) and being dumb and pointing out and recognizing when you see something dumb and advocating when you see something dumb. I don't actually believe the majority of people in the world are as dumb as we may seem at times. But the fact of the matter is the vocal Majority is often a minority compared to the silent masses. And that vocal majority that we think is like the, that we think is the majority, but is actually a minority, that vocal, that vocal group right there are the ones that are making us look like our society is full of morons. They, they, they clearly cannot see what's right in front of them. A lot of them are the ones who will go out and make dumb moves like this and perpetuate it in a way to show the youth and to show others, hey, this is what you do when you get money. This is what you do when you balling. You go out and you just do dumb stuff. Like, I seriously hope that kid is at the point where he's gotten off his sister's couch. Maybe reimbursed her. Maybe gave something to his family. Maybe gave some to his team who got him to this place. You know, I hope he did these types of things so that keeping the mouths around him fed so that they continue to support him before he goes out and just gifting away huge gifts like this. But that's all on him. You're allowed to do what you're allowed to do. He's a grown ass man. I mean, you know, he, he, he's a young man, but still an adult nonetheless in the eyes of the law. So you have to be intelligent enough to know how to conduct yourselves or you're going to learn on a job training, basically. You're going to learn how to be adult while you're being adult. <laughs> you know, and when those bills hit and when those debt collectors come, 
you either going to be ready for it or you going to deal with your consequences. These are the types of things I try to teach my son every day. So that said, it just strikes me how many people out there are so willing to go to bat for ignorant, just ignorant shit. Even when they see it's ignorant shit, even when everybody else around them is saying this is ignorant shit. If there's enough people that's loud enough to say, no, 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 that works for me, though. No, 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 you, you, you hating. No, no, you pocket watching. No, I'm not pocket watching. I never cared about what this kid was making. They pocket broadcasting. I just see something and I said what I said. That's, it is what it is. There's nothing else about it, to me about it than that. I don't know the kid. What he does with his money is what he does with his money, but I do want to see him thrive, just like I want to see all my people thrive. So I would love to see people making smarter decisions. But yet we have this culture where we advocate dumb shit. We have this culture where we are hypocrites about ourselves in a lot of ways. Where, well, live life in one way, we'll walk a certain way, but we talk something completely different. And we don't want to own or face our shit. And so we make dumb decisions and we have dumb people come out the woodwork who will support those dumb decisions. And then we wonder why, oh, we play victim. But that is just one example of just dumb people advocating for dumb shit. So that's just one example with the whole little Nas X story. But this, I, I see other stories that's been happening around this and other news and media outlets talking about this. And it brings up just very valuable ideas and insights on the subject matter. I don't know if there's any fans of the Joe Rogan podcast out there, but he's definitely had some talks with the likes, some of our intellectual thought leaders within the media currently, like Jordan Peterson, Sam Harris, and some others. And I've, and I've been checking out some of those because they have a lot of great engaging conversations, things of that nature. So one of the things that's been coming up a lot lately that I've noticed, and this is no knock two or four against Joe Rogan or anything like that, but it's this idea of um, just the the LGBTQ LGBTQ community, more specifically the transgender community and all of the cultural narrative around that. Now there's a lot of issues around how people identify themselves, gender gender identification, gender roles, etc., especially with the newer transgender movements happening where men are becoming women, um, women are becoming men, whether it's through biological, chemical uh, diet, you know, ingesting pills, taking all sorts of chemicals of that nature, having actual procedure, biological procedure, uh, procedures done whether it's like actually having surgery to remove or to recreate certain things that are not naturally there from a genetic perspective upon birth, right? So, you know, if you're born a woman, 
physically, although you may identify as a man, going in and having the the surgery to have, you know, certain organs redone and reshaped and things, whatever, to give yourself a phallus or, um, you know, the chemicals, uh, men who become women taking like chemical stuff, taking hormones and things of that nature so that, that they can develop breasts and, you know, grow less hair and whatever that process entails. So with that has come a myriad of issues with that. Um, and one of the issues that's been touched upon a lot that I, in recent interviews that Joe Rogan has had is this idea of, uh, the fairness within the sports and competitive realms for these people who are going through such process. And this correlates with the whole controversy about around the bathrooms and the restrooms, right? Like if somebody is born a man and they identify as a woman and maybe they start the process, when is it appropriate versus when is it inappropriate for them to use a woman's restroom, right? Like, should they be going in the women's restroom? Like, can it still be off-putting to other women? Or, you know, what is the rule if that person may identify as a woman but may identify as a lesbian woman, if that makes sense? So if they, if it was somebody who's born a man who identifies as a woman, becomes, goes through the steps to become a woman, starts to, wants to use women's restroom, but still has an attraction for a woman. Is there an issue there? Is there not? Same thing with the opposite, with, you know, women who want to become men and going to the men's room. How much of other people's comfortability is involved with a lot of the legislation that's being created around that today, right? Whereas, is it okay for other men to notice that dude over there is not, you know, does not pee standing up (laughs) per se, right? Like how much thought is being given? We can't, I can't speak on that because I don't know too much about the political aspects, but I do hear a lot of the narrative that's going on within the media and the public sectors. Along those same lines is the, is the controversy about like competitive sports. You know, there was an MMA fighter who was transgender. She was a man who became a woman. So from a biological genetic perspective, there are certain advantages for that man in competition against women, right? Like that, that man who became a woman, who identified as a woman and started to go through the procedure now in the MMA world and has been dominating, literally terrorizing a lot of the women who are also in that, in that same league. Now, what is, where, where, where exactly do we draw the line? Is it a matter of, well, that's a woman and that, 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 that person identifies as a woman and should be fighting with the other women? Does it not matter that genetically and biologically speaking, that individual has the features of a man? So a larger frame, a larger skeletal stru- structure, a larger muscular skeletal system, um, 
this woman is basically a big hulking man. And I mean, she kind of, no offense to her, but she kind of looks like a cross-dresser, like a dude who's just wearing a dress and some makeup. And he's going out there and it is beating other women's asses. Has taken the championship, pretty much holding championships hostage. <laughs> just like what naturally born woman is going to come into that league and have competitive fairness against somebody like that. And these, these issues have cropped up multiple times. Now, a lot of the majority who's outspoken about this is once again, the minority on society scale, right? It's a lot of the LGBT community, maybe some of the feminist movement community, um, a lot of liberals and social, you know, social justice warriors out there who want to jump on the bandwagon and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And rah, 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 we're cheering on this particular viewpoint and perspective, but are not actually taking in nuances like a situation like the two that I just mentioned, whether it's the public restrooms, whether it's competitive sports, whether it's these fields where men and women will both play in and have some sort of equal footing when it's segregated within their potential populations, but that's done for a reason, right? Where it's like, okay, women are going to have a fairer time in a competitive, physical competitive thing against other women than they would against men. So it just makes sense that the woman would play other women as opposed to women playing against men. Now, there are certain things where, like, if this is a chess match or if this is whatever, then there's no need. But there are certain, like, within sports where co-ed leagues and co-ed structures is kind of necessary. But then we have the loud majority all in the media who will advocate for these things, for the things they quote unquote believe without actually giving any thought to the nuances or other alternatives, alternative perspectives. So then we're in that same position again, where it just becomes dumb people advocating dumb things. Now I'm not actually saying these people are dumb, but the fact of the matter is if you are willing to speak on and advocate for any particular thing, but you're unwilling to listen to opposing viewpoints, to keep an open mind, to expand your knowledge base, to continue to grow on these issues and evolve, but you're just kind of stamping your feet into the ground and saying, no, this is what is, and this is what I'm going to fight for to the death of me, right or wrong. I'm choosing to die on that hill. Then you're kind of dumb, you know, because in this day and age, a willingness to be ignorant when you don't have to be is for lack of a better term, dumb. That is almost the definition of dumb. You are basically choosing to not know when you can know, regardless of whatever the particular issue is. You're choosing to just go off of whatever you think without being open to all the unknowns and other possibilities. So you lock yourself into ignorance. You lock yourself into a box. That is the definition of being dumb, being willfully dumb. I'm willing to be dumb. I don't care. I just want to be heard. I want my point heard, but I'm not willing to listen to anybody else. Me, I'll put up my points. I'm putting like this particular 
conversation now. I want to hear back from you. You know, I want to hear that feedback. So I definitely will be checking the messages over on cultsofdad at gmail.com. Or I go through the comments over at cultureofdad.com for those who y'all who will read the articles, who will read the blogs, who will gauge over there. I, I definitely read that feedback and try to make responses in timely manners because I want to engage and I'm looking for others to also inform me just as much as I'm trying to inform people who may, who are, get, who are either entertained or informed by me. You know, I want to be informed just as much as I would like to inform. Similarly, I want to be entertained just as much as I would like to be entertained, entertaining. But the point of the matter is there's an openness and there's a willingness to continue to learn and to continue to grow and to be open on all these different topics so that I can be as informed as possible and not just be stating dumb facts or advocating dumb things and unwilling to learn and address and grow. And that's the problem I see today with a lot of our cultures that as ever connected as we are with the databases and knowledge at our fingertips, whether it's smartphones, whether it's computers, tablets, everything like that, we have such a willingness to just be dumb and to just spout whatever we think and feel without actually giving pause to what the outcome of that may be, without actually giving some thought to what the consequences of what we're seeing is, especially in the public eye. We'll have just one person talking over the other, and it's whoever is the loudest in the room gets their point across. And that's what we see on a micro scale all the way up to the macro scale, which is when we're looking at the news media, when we're looking at all these different media outlets. So what what are we to do about that? What exactly are we to do about this culture of dumb motherfuckers spitting dumb things in the public spectrum. I can't speak on what it is to be done, but it is an important thing to see because once you start to see it, it makes it makes your own responsibility a little bit more important in the sense that we now have to be more mindful about what we're spewing, what we're spewing in public, what we're spewing around around other people, what we're spewing around our children, you know, and how passionately and hard we are fighting for things that we know just don't make no damn sense. It doesn't make any damn sense why somebody who used to be a man should be fighting women in a professional sports setting where it's, you know, full contact, go hard, you know, sport. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that somebody who's genetically bred to be six foot four, 250 pounds, be in a cage fighting somebody who's genetically predisposed to be five foot four, 120 pounds. Like, yeah, that person's going to get damaged, you know? So, we're kind of breeding this culture where it's just the loudest voice in the room gets heard, gets their point across, and then 
we're left out in the world with this perception that we are just dumb motherfuckers being ruled by dumb motherfuckers. Like, the same could be said for Donald Trump. And I'll get into that a little bit. And I'm not talking against Donald Trump per se. Like, I don't think... I don't think anything about the man one way or another. But the point is, in the public eye, he's often portrayed as being willfully ignorant. He's just willing to spew and spit on anything. Whether he's had his research done, whether the research hasn't been done, um, he'll go on Twitter, he'll, you know, he'll rant and rave on Twitter, whether, and, and send it out there, not checking whether things are misspelled. The most basic of things are misspelled, whether not checking facts, not checking anything. And then, you know, the United States ends up looking like a culture of idiots to the rest of the world. And it's not to say Trump's an idiot. I wouldn't call anybody who is worth a substantial sum of money like that an idiot. Um, he, he obviously has to have some sort of intellect and know what he's doing. And he has to be doing something right, right? Um, to even have gotten to the point of presidency of the United States. Whether you want to say, whether someone wants to say he's a puppet, whether others want to say he's just an outcome of social outcry, um, whatever people want to say about him, to say the man is just an idiot and write him off altogether, that would be dumb in itself. So that is not what I'm saying. But the perspective or the perception that is left from him a lot based off of his portrayal in the media, his portrayal on social media, the way he portrays himself, things of that nature, looks like the head idiot of the class, right? And he's the loudest one that we hear ranting and raving whenever anything of substance comes up whenever anything that needs to be discussed in the public spectrum comes up he's the loudest in the room basically especially as president a position like that amplifying his voice and if he says dumb shit then it's making all the rest of us look like dumb people who represent dumb things you know we represent these dumb ideals and if it starts at the top, it tri- that same mentality trickles all the way down to the micro level, all the way down to the bottom. Whether it's people who are just, oh, you hate because, because, you know, you said something I don't agree with. Whether or not because what I agree with is just plain stupid. Yeah, it's great. Go ahead. Spend your spend your first $100,000 on a gift for some stranger. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But I'm the hater because I said, hey, that might not be the best idea. <laughs> so we breed this culture of the dumbest being the loudest and, the loud- and allowing the loudest, which is the dumbest, to represent us which are the masses, and the masses are far from dumb. Individually, and I think collectively, we can get to a point where it is expressed and it is seen that the masses are not dumb. Unfortunately, on a collective scale, we've allowed ourselves to be portrayed as the loudest being the dumbest are the ones who are running the show. And that is never a recipe for a good outcome.
Okay, so what exactly is my overall point here? Because I don't want to go on too long with this particular topic on the podcast because, well, then I'm going to sound like I'm ranting and raving with no point in sight. No, that's not the case here. I do have an ultimate point and it's bigger than the loudest being the dumbest. My ultimate point is depicting exactly why we need to stop listening to the loudest in the room. We need to stop listening to the dumbest in the room. We need to stop allowing them and their voices, their willingness to be ignorant as long as they are being heard. We need to stop allowing that type of mentality to inform our entire cultural perspective. Dumb motherfuckers are going to be dumb motherfuckers. People who want to be loud are going to be are the ones who are going to insist on being heard and being loud. It does not mean that they are automatically dumb. So I'm not saying the loudest is always the dumbest, but I'm just saying a lot of time, a lot of the vocal majority, which we think is the majority, is representing some really dumb perspectives. And without the rest of us to counterbalance that, to come back with our own viewpoints, to speak up and be heard on the opposite side of the scale, we're going to continue to look like fools within the public uh, specter. We need to stop allowing this mentality to sink into our homes and have our kids think it's okay to walk around being young and dumb. I'm sorry, it's not. If you see something dumb, we need to call it. If we see somebody being willfully ignorant, they need to be called out on it. They need to be shown that there's a better way. They need to be shown the proper information, the right knowledge. Like this is how each one teach one. This is how we grow as a community. It doesn't make sense that we continue to allow the loudest and the dumbest to be heard. And the true majority stays silent. The silent majority. Have you ever heard that term? That term is there for a reason. Oftentimes it's the silent majority. The reason why they're so silent is because they have common sense. It's because they have the knowledge. They already have the know-how. And it's like, although the loudest and the ignorant ones are the ones who insist on being heard, it's the ones who already know who do not have to speak. But times are changing. We need to start speaking up more, even though we may already know. No, we do not have to speak, but we should speak if we want to see the others around us grow, grow along with us. If we want to stop being represented by the fools around us and actually have our light shine and actually have our voices heard and actually have the truth, the depth, the insight, the wisdom of who we really are come through, not just on our own personal journeys, not in, not just on our own individual perspectives, but in mass as a culture, as a country, globally, as a community, mankind, we are a species. We are one that is very literal. And if we continue to allow our voice to be controlled by the ignorant, well, then as a species, 
mankind is getting exactly what we're putting out. We're putting out ignorant shit. We're getting nothing but ignorant shit back. And until those of us who know better, who are smart, who are intelligent, who are thoughtful, who are mindful, who are willing to learn, who are open, who may be heart-based or coming from a more compassionate, loving perspective, until those members of our societies are more willing to speak up, are more willing to come out, be who they are, shine their light, and be louder than the dumbest, we're going to continue to just get ignorant shit. So that's my two cents for the day, y'all. We got we to gotta cut out all this, allowing ignorant bullshit to just go on, allowing the dumbs to just continue walking around being dumb and representing us. We got to knock that off, y'all. It's time to change that. We are much more than we represent ourselves as. We are much more than we know. And once we start to step into and own our mastery and own the strength and power of who we are, we're going to continue to allow the dumbest control the narrative. We're going to continue to allow the media to amplify the voices of the dumb. And we're going to continue to get dumb shit in our reality. So that's all I got to say for y'all. It's your boy Zay. Sending peace, blessings. Much love. Be sure to hit the website, cultureofdad.com, and leave some feedback. Shoot us a message over at cultofdad at gmail.com. Again, you can hit us, you can find us on all social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Cult of Dad, the Cult of Dad. It's all the same thing. You'll definitely find us. Peace and blessings. One.